So if you're seeking something else in the name of creativity, then drop the idea of being creative. At least cons- consciously, deliberately. Do whatsoever you want to do. Never hide behind masks. If you, if you really want to be creative, then there is no question of money, success, prestige, respectability. Then you enjoy your activity. Then each act has an intrinsic value. You dance because you like dancing. You dance because you delight in it. If somebody appreciates good, you feel grateful. If nobody appreciates, it is none of your business to be worried about it. You danced. You enjoyed. You are already fulfilled. <laughs> But any belief of being uncreative can be dangerous. Drop it. Nobody is uncreative. Not even trees, not even rocks. People who have known trees and loved trees know that each tree creates its own space. Each rock creates its power. Each rock creates its own space. It is like nobody else's space. If you become sensitive, if you become capable of understanding through empathy, you will be tremendously benefited. You will see that each tree is creative in its own way. No other tree is like it. Each tree is unique. Each tree has individuality. Each rock has individuality. Trees are not just trees. They are people. Rocks are not just rocks. They are people. Go and sit by side of the rock. Watch it lovingly. Touch it lovingly. Feel it lovingly. It is said about Zen Master that he, ha- he was able to pull very big rocks, remove very big rocks, and he was a very fragile man. It was almost impossible looking at his physiology. A stronger men, very much stronger than him, were unable to pull those rocks, and he would simply pull them very easily. He was asked what, the, what his trick was. He said, There's no trick. I love the rock, so the rock helps. First, I said to her, Now, my prestige is in your hands. And these people have come to watch. Now, help me. Cooperate with me.、Hmm? Then I simply hold the rock lovingly and wait for the hint. When the rock gives me the hint, it is a shudder. My whole spine starts vibrating. Then the rock gives me the hint that. She is ready. Then I move. You move against the rock. That's why so much energy is needed. I move with the rock. I flow with the rock. 
In fact, it is wrong to say that I move it. I am simply there. The rock moves itself. One great Zen master was a carpenter. And whenever he made tables, chairs, somehow they had some ineffable quality in them. A tremendous magnetism. He was asked, how do you think, how do you make them? He said, I don't make them. I simply go to the forest. The basic thing is to inquire of the forest, of trees. Which tree is ready to become a chair? <clears throat> now, these things looks, these things look absurd, because we don't know. We don't know the language. For three days, he would remain in the forest. He would sit under one tree, under another tree, and he would talk to trees. He was a bad man. But a tree is to be judged by its fruit, and its master had also to be judged by his creation. A few of his chairs still survive in China. They still carry a magnetism. You will just be simply attracted. You will not know what is pulling you after a thousand years. Something tremendously beautiful. He said, I go and I say that I'm in search for, of a tree who wants to become a chair. I ask the trees if they are willing, not only willing but cooperating with me, ready to go with me. Only then, something. sometimes it happens that no tree is ready to become a chair and I come back empty-handed. <clears throat> It happened. The, the emperor of China asked him to make him a stand for his books. And he went to the forest. And after three days, he said, wait, no tree is ready to come to the palace. After three months, the emperor again inquired. The carpenter, the carpenter said, I have been going continually. I'm persuading, wait, one tree seems to be leaning a little bit. Finally, he persuaded one tree. He said, the whole art is there. The, when the tree comes of its own accord, then she's simply asking the help of the carpenter. If you are loving you will see that the whole existence has individuality. Don't pull and push things. Watch, communicate, take their help, and must energy, much energy will be preserved. <clears throat> Even trees are creative, rocks are creative. You are human, the very culmination of this existence. You are at the top. You are conscious. Never think with wrong beliefs and never... <clears throat> and never be attracted to wrong beliefs that you are uncreative.
Maybe your father said to you that you are not. You said that you are uncreated. Maybe you are searching in wrong directions, in directions where you are not created. But there must be a direction in which you are created. Seek and search and remain available. And go on groping until you find it. Each person comes into this world with a special destiny. He has something to fulfill. Some message has to be delivered. Some work has to be completed. You are not here accidentally. You are here meaningfully. meaningfully. There is a purpose behind you. The whole the whole intends to do something through you. The fame game. Our whole life structure is such that we are taught that unless there is a recognition, we are nobody. We are worthless. The work is not important, but the recognition is. And this is putting things upside down. The work should be important, a joy in itself. You should work not to be recognized, but because you enjoy being creative. You love the work for its own sake. This should be the way to look at things. You work if you love it. Don't ask for recognition. If it comes, take it easily. If it does not come, don't think about it. Your fulfillment should be in the work itself. And if anybody learns this simple art of loving the work, whatever it is, enjoying it without asking for any recognitions, we would have a more beautiful and celebrating world. As it is, the world has trapped you in a miserable pattern. What you are doing is not good because you love it, because you do it perfectly, but because the world recognizes it, rewards it, gives you gold medal, Nobel prizes, they have taken away the whole. They have taken away the whole intrinsic value of creativity and destroys millions of people because you cannot give millions of people Nobel prizes but you have created the desire for recognition in everybody. So nobody can work perfectly, silently, enjoying whatever he is doing, and life consists of small things. For those small things, there are no rewards, no titles given by the governments, no honorary degrees given by the universities. One of the great poets of the university, one of the great poets of this century, Lavindranath Tagore, lived in Bengal, India. 
he had published his poetry, his novels in Bengali, but no recognition came to him. Then he translated a small book. Gitanjali, offering our songs into English, it was aware that the original has a beauty that the translation does not have and cannot have, because those two languages, these two languages, Bengal and English, have different structures, different ways of expression. Bengali is very sweet. <coughs> Even if you fight, it seems you are engaged in a nice conversation. It is very musical. Each word is musical. That quality is not in English and cannot be cannot be brought uh, cannot be brought to it. English has different qualities. But somehow, he managed to translate it. And the translation, which is a poor thing compared to the original, received the Nobel Prize. Then suddenly, the whole of India became aware. The book had been available in Bengali and in other Indian languages for years, and nobody had taken any note of it. Every university wanted to give him a D, D, DL it Calcutta, where he lived, was the first university obviously to offer him an honorary degree. He refused. He said, you're not giving a degree to me. You are not giving a recognition to my work. You are giving recognition to the Nobel Prize. Because the book has been here in a far more beautiful way. And nobody has bothered even to write a review of it. He refused to take any honorary degrees. He said, it is insulting to me. Jean Paul Sartre, one of the great novelists and a man of tremendous insight into human psychology, refused the Nobel Prize. He said, I have received enough reward while I was creating my work. A Nobel Prize cannot add anything to it. On the contrary, it pulls me down. It is good for amateurs who are in search of recognition. I'm old enough and I have enjoyed enough. I have loved whatever I have done. It was its own reward. 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 And I don't want any other reward because nothing can be better than that which I have already received. And he was right, but the right people are so few in the world.
and the world is full of wrong people living in traps. Why should you bother about recognition? Bothering about recognition has meaning. Bothering about recognition has meaning only if you don't love your work, then it is meaningful. Then it seems to substitute. You hate the work. You don't like it, but you are doing it because there will be recognition. You will be appreciated, accepted, rather than thinking about recognition. Cons reconsider your work. Do you love it? Then that is the end. If you don't love it, then change it. The parents, the teachers are always reinforcing that you should be recognized, you should be accepted. This is a very cunning strategy to keep people under control. Learn one basic thing to do whatever you want to do, love to do and never ask for recognition. That is begging. Why should one ask for recognition? Why should one hanker for acceptance? Deep down in yourself, look. Perhaps you don't like what you're doing. Perhaps you're afraid that you are, not, you are on the wrong track. So acceptance will help you. Feel that you're right. Recognition will make you feel that you are going towards the right goal. The question is of your own, of your own inner feelings. It has nothing to do with the outside world. And why depend on others? All these things depend on others. You yourself are becoming dependent. I will not accept any Nobel Prize. All the condemnation I have received from all the nations around the world, from all the religions, is more valuable to me. According, accepting the Nobel Prize means I'm becoming dependent. Now I will not be proud of myself, but proud of other prize. The question is of your own inner feelings. It has nothing to do with the outside world. And why depend on others? All these things depend on others. You yourself are becoming dependent. I will not accept any Nobel Prize. All the condemnation I have received from all the nations around the world, from all the religious, is more valuable to me. Accepting the Nobel Prize means I'm becoming independent. Now, now, I will not be proud of myself, but proud of the Nobel Prize. Right now, I can only be proud of myself. There is nothing else I can be proud of. In this way, you become an individual. And to be an individual living in total freedom, on your own feet, drinking from your own sources, is what makes a man really 
centered, rooted. That is the beginning of this ultimate flowering. These so called recognized people, honored people, are full of rubbish and nothing else. But they are full of the rubbish that the society wants them to be filled with. And this and the society compensates them by giving them rewards. Any man who has any sense of his own individuality lives by his own love, by his own work, without caring at all what others think of it. The more valuable your work is, the less is the responsibility, the less is the possibility of getting any respectability for it. And if your work is the work of a genius, then you are not going to see any respect in your lifetime. You will be condemned in your lifetime. Then, after two or three centuries, statues of you will be made. Your books will be respected because it takes almost two or three centuries for humanity to pick up as much intelligence as a genius has today. The gap is vast. Being respected by idiots, you have to behave according to their manners, their expectations. To be respected by this sick humanity, you have to be sicker than they are. Then they will be, then they will respect you. But what will you gain? You will lose your soul and you will gain nothing.